Hi everybody, welcome to 10th Fox Tarot. This is 10, and this is your daily general reading. It's timeless, so whenever you hear it is when you're meant to hear it. Using the Radiant Wise Spirit Tarot today, and just looking for some insight. Okay, well, that's too many. See if we want to get one more. Okay. Well, that was more than one, but we'll take it. All right. Bottom of the deck is the Page of Swords. So it's like you've got some inspiration, right? That page is, he's got Excalibur, which is the Sword of Truth. This sort of integrity, this sort of loyalty. He's had some kind of epiphany, right? The Ace of Swords, he's had an epiphany about something. There's been a recognition in his soul of a personal truth, okay? Um, but that, it's like, now what? You've had this epiphany, right? You've had this gift from the divine, this Ace of Swords, right? And now you're like, what do I do? What do I do? Okay, I know this is true about me, about life. What do I do with it? And so the page is saying that it's time to learn. Okay, Every, you can always learn. You don't have to wait to act, right? You can, you can start moving, you can start doing things. But the page is saying uh, there are things about this epiphany about this truth, about this idea that I need practice with before I go charging into the battlefield, okay? It's not like, uh, it's not like the, the gift of the intuition and the clarity um, also comes with instructions on how to act about it. So you gotta learn a little bit. You've got to do a little research or, um, you know, talk to some people, figure out kind of in what direction you want to take this epiphany. And I think this is where a lot of people get stuck, right? You get the Ace of Swords and you're like, in that moment you feel this just resonance, like this is a truth for me. This is clarity. This is an epiphany. But then we don't know what to do with it. So it's like, goes away. Or like we didn't remember how important it was in that moment and how it resonated with us. So this page is saying, hold on to that feeling, hold on to that recognition uh, and, and learn a little bit about what it is, uh, you know, that you want to do. So just a quick example, uh, earlier this year, I was kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. What do I want to do? Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Uh, what, do I want to do? What do I like? And the the ace of swords that I got is that I wanted to be a doula. Uh, I wanted to make and advocate for women who may not feel as though they can advocate for themselves during that time. And that was a clarity to me that I felt all the way to my spine. Um, so I started researching and I started learning uh, 
how do you become a doula? Do you need certifications? Like what is involved with that? Um, so that, you know, as my children move through school and graduate and move on, I can prepare myself for that thing that I want to do. But I needed to, you know, start researching. I needed to start looking around. I needed to see what kind of opportunities there were and how feasible it would be for me at that time, right? So now that I understand the process and when I can get started and what I can do and who I can advocate for, you know, I can say, okay, I know, I know how to move forward on that truth, okay? Um, underneath the Page of Swords, we have the Four of Swords, yeah. So there could be um, a lot of meditation happening, a lot of kind of just sitting with this truth uh, and gaining clarity. It could be that you need some sleep. Uh, we have a really big sleep problem in this country, in the world maybe. You, sleep is essential. You need it. Um, so really make sure that you're taking care of yourself and balancing out the acquisition of information with allowing yourself time to process the information. Okay. Two cards that came out face up are the Three of Swords and the Hierophant. So what is the Hierophant? It is um, religious hierarchies and structures. Uh, it is um, rituals. Oh, so what I'm getting here is for some of you, you may need to do a uh, a ritual. Maybe, you know, when I'm recording this, we're in December of 2021 but this can apply to any full moon. Um, you might need to do a ritual at the solstice or at the full moon um, to cut ties, like a cord cutting from some heartbreak that you have had. And I think it's really great. I mean, you can do this anytime. We don't have to wait for the new year uh, to start anything. It's an arbitrary date. Um, but there is a very strong feeling that if you went through a separation, if you had some heartache, if you, um, you know, had a relationship that didn't work out and it still hurts, uh, and this could be romantic, it could be friends, it could be your family, um, you know, the, holding on to that <coughs> feeling is not, um, it's not good for you that I'm feeling that there is a ritual or a prayer or a something, you know, something that's important to you that will help you to sever this connection to this pain or to the person or to the situation that there is some, some, something compelling me to tell you that on a full moon, because full moons are for releasing, we don't manifest on a full moon, we release on a full moon. So on a full moon, you need to have some kind of recognition. You write it in a journal, you burn a candle, you tie a knot, um, whatever it is for you, you know, write a letter to the person and then burn it. Like whatever feels good for you, but there needs to be a severing of this heartache. Okay, there needs to be a ritual done that, you know, releases your heart from this pain. Okay. 
we have the world. These all came out face down. The high priestess, the, oh my God, the magician, and temperance. Okay, so literally four major arcana came out face down. We have the hierophant came out face up. This is a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a complete, I don't want to say a 180, it's an evolution. It's a complete leveling up. It's a complete ascension to the next place in your life. Let me start with the temperance because I want to start there because that's a very active card, okay? Uh, temperance is also the Sagittarius card. The temperance is, um, and I don't really like the Thoth deck, but the one thing I do like about it is that the temperance is called art um, because there's a sense of alchemy and there's a divinity in art. There's a, a place of inspiration, right? That comes from both ourselves and transcends ourself. Um, and this is all art, you know, visual art, music, dance, food, sculpture, you know, whatever it is. Um, this temperance card has the message of transcendence, of transformation, in that you are taking different pieces and what you create with them is better than the whole. So if you have a canvas and paintbrushes and paint, individually, you know, those things aren't worth much. But if you take that paintbrush and you dip it in the paint and you create something beautiful that's inspired divinely, then it becomes something that transcends the material, like the physical things that were used to make it, if that makes sense. So it's a very active, a very active principle of creation, okay? If you're writing, if you're painting, if you're crocheting, if you're cooking food, if you're um, dancing, it doesn't matter. There's a moment in that art of transcendence, and that's divinity, that's divine, okay? So that's the active principle, and it's an entire, it's a whole, um, I, I get tripped on, on this word ascendance, but it really is, it's ascending to a next level of understanding, of, of creativity, of understanding your place in the world and how you're gonna make it better. So we have the magician, the world, and the high priestess. Okay, the high priestess is interesting to me, and I'm, this may be a little bit of a long reading, but I do want to make something clear, okay? Um, a lot of people will say to you, you gotta trust your intuition, you gotta trust your gut, you, you gotta you know trust what your body is telling you. And as someone who has um, had a mental health uh, situation you know I've been through anxiety and depression I have friends that have bipolar or OCD or any number of other mental health situations that's a lie you can't trust your intuition that's the whole that's the whole problem with the mental health is that the the depression the anxiety the whatever it is gets in the way and your body will convince you a hundred percent that a thing is going to happen and it's your it's your you know 
It's yourself telling you this is going to happen if you do that and you believe it, right? So intuition and, and listening to your gut, I mean, is great for people who aren't working through these things, but that aspect of the high priestess is, it doesn't mean anything to me because it's not relevant. It doesn't, you know, for many, many years, I believed things to my core that were not true. Um, I felt, I thought it was my intuition. I thought it was my gut feeling. Your gut's just there to keep you alive, okay? It's all biology. If you have a gut feeling about something, it's, it's just, I know that that situation is new and I've never been through it and it could kill me. But I know this other situation, even if it was tough, didn't kill me. That's it. I mean, that's, it's survival. Um, so what do I think the high priestess means then? Uh, it's, it's also an active principle in the way that the high priestess has the Torah on her lap and it's open and she is committed to this path of spirituality. Um, but she is constantly learning. Okay. She is constantly learning about her spirituality, and I think this is a very important way to view the high priestess, is that your practice, your faith, your understanding, whatever you, you, know, you do, it's not stagnant. You have to be constantly learning, okay? So there's, that's kind of the like mental activity that's happening in this level up is that you are reading more, you're, you're meditating, you're praying, you are, um, you know, putting yourself in that space of finding and recognizing, you know, your own divinity in the whole creation. Um, and then we have the temperance, which is channeling that divinity into creation. We are creative beings. We were put here on this earth to create things, uh, whether it's, you know, making a table or, you know, wood turning a, a vase or sculpting, like whatever it is, building a shed. We were put here to create. We are creative beings by nature. It is inherent in us. And when we create something that feels, um, transcendent that feels inspired and other people see it and they are inspired that's divinity that's that's grace okay so we have these two these two principles i'm going to learn more about my my spirituality i'm going to practice my spirituality my religious practice my you know whatever um if you're you know a druid or wicca or Catholic or whatever it is, what, what, whatever your, you know, gives you that peace, you need to practice it. It needs to become a part of your daily life, right? Rituals are not just for eight day, eight times a year, right? Rituals are for every day. Everything that we do, we can honor it. We can, we can recognize it. And that's part of how we live in the moment instead of worrying about what's going to happen next week or what happened in the past. If we are focused on being intentional and having ritual with our 
daily movements, that's how we stay in the present. That's how we give meaning to our days, okay? So with the high priestess and the temperance, right? The temperances were, were physically creating, the high priestesses were constantly learning, okay? We have the magician, which, which means that when I am in my practice, when I make creation a ritual, something divine, something sacred, I can create the whatever I want. You know, I hate saying that, you know, the magician, you have everything you need to manifest the life you want. I mean, kind of, but you know, we can't, we can't read tarot in a bubble, right? There are systemic issues that will keep people, no matter how hard they work, from achieving. Um, but the magician is saying to you that there are resources available and that you, how do I want to say this? <clears throat> I know this is getting long. This is a big one, I guess. Um, when you have your daily ritual and when you use those daily rituals to create, um, and to transcend and like, not everything you make is going to transcend. It's not all going to be, um, you know, that, that moving outside yourself, but it's all about the ritual of it, the practice of it. And that's how you access. That's how you get to those divine moments of creation. So you have And I hate to say, ugh. it's hard to, it's hard to have two minds about this because in the tarot world, we want to go, you have everything you need to, to manifest the life you want. Everything you need there is around you. And what I'm going to say is you have everything you need to level up. Okay. Because we have the world card. It's a whole, um, completion of a cycle could be moving, like, you know, you may need to move to a different space. Um, you may be doing something that impacts the world, okay? So what I will say with this magician is, in conjunction with the high priestess and the temperance, is that you have the tools and the resources that you need to level up. And I think it's really important here before we can even get to the High Priestess and the Temperance that you do take this Three of Swords and this Hierophant seriously and cut ties with anything that's hurting you. Okay? We don't have time for holding on to these swords. Let go of those swords in your heart. I know that sometimes we think even that holding on to the pain of it is like, at least I still have something of that relationship. You don't need anything from that relationship to move forward. In fact, holding on to these swords in your heart is, is keeping you from being able to 
learn and create and level up, okay? <coughs> so, um, if you need to finalize a divorce, get it done. If you need to uh, move away from a town that's toxic for you, figure it out. If you need to uh, put boundaries up with a friend, quote unquote, who is using you, you gotta do it. Don't let other people make your life miserable, okay? I know it's scary, because like, what if I never make friends or feel like I have a family or have a love interest? It's like, why, why is holding on to that bad stuff that makes you miserable better than the absence of it? Okay. Um, this reading is bananas and crazy, and I don't even know <laughs> how we got here, but this, I've never had four major arcana come out as only like five major arcana out of six cards. Um, there's big shifts happening and big shifts in ways that our parents never could have thought of. So don't live in their world and what and what worked in their world live in this world and what works here okay i'm gonna end there because this is like the longest reading ever i hope you got something from it um i'm feeling very moved by this message if you can't tell um so thank you so much for joining me and i will talk to you guys again soon